The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. U.S. Senator Tim Kaine wants to bring gun control legislation passed by the Virginia General Assembly in 2020 to a national level. He's calling it the Virginia Plan to Reduce Gun Violence. While Kaine proposed these measures in the past, He told reporters yesterday that he's cautiously optimistic that he will get Republican support. It is just harder and harder for this great deliberative body, the U.S. Senate, to ignore this. And the back-to-back horrific shootings in Buffalo and Texas make it very hard to ignore. The bill includes safety requirements for storing guns around children under 14 years old and a purchasing limit of one handgun per month. Authorities have been investigating the possible drownings of two women who went missing during a float trip down the James River on Memorial Day weekend. Local officials spoke with VPM News intern Davis Alcorn about safety precautions people can take to ensure everyone can enjoy the river safely. It was a busy Tuesday morning at Pony Pasture in Richmond, with a small group about to begin a rafting trip and the friends of the James River mulching the trails along the waterway. Josh Stutz, the executive director of the organization, is frequently at the river. In light of recent drownings, he wants people to know that. The friendliest river is not your friend, and there are spots in this river that get pretty rough. Staying safe on the water is a big priority for Paige Pearson. She's with the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources, which manages boater safety for all inland waterways. Wear your life jacket. Um, Like I said, it could save your life, and nine times out of ten, it will. Although life jackets are only required when river levels are over five feet, Pearson says it never hurts to be prepared. If the levels are over nine feet, as they were over Memorial Day weekend, officials say only the most experienced kayakers and swimmers should be in the water. Davis Alcorn, VPM News. The state is investigating the city of Petersburg's fire department after allegations were raised by the local firefighters union. A spokesperson for the Virginia Department of Emergency Medical Services confirmed to the Progress Index that the investigation was happening, but wouldn't elaborate on the details. The city and the firefighters union are currently disputing the department's vehicle fleet. The union claims two of their most important vehicles are unusable, while city officials say the fire department is operating with no expected lapses in service. It's not clear when the investigation will be completed. An exit on I-395 has become famous for all the wrong reasons. And as Jordan Pascal from partner station WAMU reports, the Virginia Department of Transportation is doing something about it. For the past six months, retired journalist Dave Statter has been shooting videos from his apartment above the interstate and posting them on Twitter. He catches all sorts of things as drivers try to get to exit 8C to Crystal City. They were stopping in the middle of traffic and they would cross four lanes. I was watching crashes happen. I I just don't know where people learn to drive that way. His tweets caught the attention of VDOT officials who just this week put out traffic barrels to discourage the erratic maneuvers. And starting this summer, they'll launch a year-long construction project to completely redo the interchange. That was Jordan Pascal reporting. 
Today, VPM News is kicking off a series highlighting queer leaders in the Commonwealth who are working to improve the lives of LGBTQ community members. Our first leader is Zakia McKenzie. She's the founder of Nations Foundation, a nonprofit which provides free HIV testing. Meg Schiffer spoke to her about how she uses her role as an entertainer to spread awareness. A note for parents, this story discusses adult topics. Give it up for the reigning Miss Black America Plus, Miss Zakia Jamasier. Richmond drag legend Zakia McKenzie glimmers in the spotlight when she takes the stage as her drag persona. Sweeping through the crowd, Mackenzie towers over the audience as onlookers shout to each other that she's serving glamour, body, and face. But after her performance, Mackenzie slips out of character and becomes deadly serious. Looking into the gathered faces, Mackenzie says she sees a community in danger of contracting HIV. She's determined to use her time on stage to help them. It was really a lot of during shows, encouraging people to get tested, trying to reduce stigma related to HIV, encouraging people to go and grab condoms and and be safe. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, four out of five men who are gay, bisexual, or have slept with other men say they contracted the virus in 2018. Of the Black transgender women the CDC interviewed in 2019, three out of five said they had HIV. Mackenzie began her drag career as a teenager when her mother kicked her out for coming out of the closet. She was taken in by the queer community in Richmond and says her chosen drag family supported her career and kept her out of trouble. They were really just big on us, like especially me, staying in school. And they really kept us off the streets and made sure that we didn't get into like survival sex work. Mackenzie met a drag queen named Mercedes Seville, who helped her hone her craft and realize she is transgender. In 2000, Seville died of AIDS. Mackenzie says the stigma around the virus kept her away from her friend towards the end of her life. I didn't really do what it was that I felt like I was supposed to do as a friend because I wasn't educated on it. And I later regretted it very much because... There were a lot of times that I couldn't pay my bills or I didn't have anything to eat and Mercedes made sure that I ate. That guilt and not being there and and doing what I felt like I should have done for my friend was really why I started volunteering. In 2004, Mackenzie established the first transgender health clinic in Virginia at the Fan Free Clinic, which is now called the Health Brigade. She later worked for the Richmond and Henrico Health District, but at both positions, she says her ability to reach queer people directly was limited. So, with the help of her cousin Dwayne Williams, Mackenzie said she took a leap of faith and quit her job to establish Nations Foundation. Sharnetta Lee says Mackenzie's fierce conviction persuaded her to get involved. Lee is now the director of community outreach. It was a passion. Once she started speaking on what she wanted to do, you could just see the vision in her eyes. Today, Nations Foundation brings mobile HIV testing units directly to queer and low-income spaces, like public housing neighborhoods and nightclubs around Richmond. They also offer a text line service that delivers safe sex items and HIV testing directly to clients. We want love. We want peace. You know, we want to be able to thrive and, and, and make a good living for ourselves and also be safe. Meg Schifres, VPM News. The story was produced with assistance from the Public Media Journalists Association Editor Corps, funded by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, 
a private corporation funded by the American people. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) 